2: This is a Crowd Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Mary. Just Mary. To be more like Mary, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Marler Show and become an official sponsor today. We are delighted to bring you a very special episode of the Joe Marler Show today. In fact, it's a Joe Marler Show first. Tom Fordyce has gone on holiday and turned his phone off, the lazy sod. So I'm all alone. Uh, But I don't want you to feel sorry for me just yet. You can feel sorry for me at the end of this episode because... I'm definitely going to take a pepper in. This is definitely going to be a shambles, a complete shit show. But thankfully, I have got backup. And it is very, very professional backup in the very round shape of the giant, human and ever familiar Dan Bear Cole. Coley, thank you so much for rescuing us on this. Um, You're the journalist and the professional broadcaster today. So... How are you feeling?
0: Great. Um, yeah, I don't feel any pressure at all. A bit sweaty around here. Um, just a question Ooh. first. Who's going to be peppering you? <laughs>
2: who's going to be peppering me?
0: Yeah, you said you're going to be taking a good peppering. Excellent. Because it's going to be a shambles. So. I knew
2: that would be one of the things, first things you pick up on. Well, you, because yeah. you're a pernickety fuck, and you pick up on every fault that I have, and every fact that I get wrong, and every word that I say in the strangest way
0: and your singing voice <laughs> there's
2: nothing wrong with my singing voice
0: have you have you seen his uh, sorry
2: go on go on
0: I'd, you need to introduce you need to introduce our guest before i can talk to him so oh yeah um, oh, if shit. you could do that no we we'll, can then get we he
2: can wait for a bit let's, let's build.
0: <laughs> he's just sat there like what, I, what we're it meant, it meant to build what up the suspense just thinking. shut your eyes so.
2: pretend you can't see him right All So. Right i'm gonna i'm gonna start with uh that was obviously an attempt at a warm welcome and a thank you to a good friend of mine for for coming back on and helping because believe it or not dan you have been an incredibly popular addition to the show and this is from dave in holland (laughs) did we reach as far as holland we've got (laughs) someone called international someone called dave in holland this doesn't sound that legit it sounds almost like lou the producer (laughs) has gone right yeah i'm gonna have to make up a thing to make dan feel welcome anyway dave in holland think of a common name and then (laughs) mm. pick one on the map yep holland they won't track him down right he says you're pure gold a nugget (laughs) truffled up from the undergrowth of professional rugby and he thinks you need a regular slot how does that make you feel dan you're a you're a nugget that's been truffled i thought thought
0: of a regular slot would be lovely (laughs) thank you um
2: this isn't one of those mate i'm not having you come on here you're the professional broadcaster
0: sorry yeah Oh, what i should be doing is what tom doesn't just like and mention like oh i was just writing a book with um, oh,
2: he's gone oh he's gone oh, hard for tom
0: Tom brady the other day <laughs> he's
2: gone hard for tom tom's <laughs> it right, brilliant.
0: he's not here is he he thought i was from bedford he thought i was from bedford so i'm going hard for him yeah anyway isn't there another person oh, here fun. that yeah, we should there's be this
2: bloke uh, you do apparently he is a person but i refer to him um as just a nose it's tips, Justin Tipperick I was
0: wondering if, he, if
2: he'd zoomed in
1: <laughs> how, are, how are you Nose, how, how are you boy uh, Yeah good thanks Thanks for the welcome back Yeah you're
2: buzzing to be on it with uh, Your extra special favourite um, Shadow
1: partner in Dancourt. Yeah it's been a long time No, see, Definitely oh, It's good to get up with a gang Usually you have to seek, sneak in your room to come and see you both But no it's nice to see you both <laughs>
0: <laughs> good to see you too. I think the last time we saw you, we were beating you at FIFA,
2: weren't we? But um, yeah, it is good to see you again. Um, uh, even though it appears,
1: it- Well no well, wait, this FIFA now—you played me once, then ran away and refused we're, to play again. So because we're undefeated, we're, we're undefeated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like that's it. We're retiring, yeah. never um, playing again.
0: Well, at least you've admitted to it, though. At least you've admitted to, you've done the big thing. I admit to losing, so that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toby had an off day, so um, yeah. Right, uh, because of the last episode
2: that you were on, uh, tips. A good, a good friend of mine messaged me at twenty-five past six this evening. Actually, haven't heard from him for a couple of days, um, and this is all he had to say. He went, "Shout out to Mick the Pedo. It had me in bits." And do you know who that's come from? That's come from Mick's son, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> so, just to clarify, <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, he's just clearing oh. that one up. On, he's listened now. Um, he knows that I've got your number and he's hunting you down. <laughs> he's going to have his... Uh, he, he wants his dad's name cleared. It's bullshit. You've just come up. Just because someone drives a fucking space cruiser does not mean... Anyway, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> <how are we? laughs> let's okay whilst we're at it on behalf of matt because you know it helps with him as well it is nice to have you back on however you, there was no need to uh dress up um <laughs> as mr zoidberg from futurama what right you have you heard of uh sun cream or yeah i'm red yeah are you that red <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm, turn the contrast down <laughs> on the screen tips that's the thing like, <laughs> i'm looking at the logo of the show which is bright red and your face is blended into it <laughs> fucking hell mate i'm worried you've got to pick, get some spf 50
1: uh, on here i know well i haven't had much to do but i sit around and uh sit outside in the sun so yeah probably a bit burnt <laughs> okay right
0: He's just got his five thousand acres to look after. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Ah, yes. Right,
2: Dan, oh. you're in charge here. You've got to try and get us back on track. Where are we going? Come yes, on.
0: right. Uh, we need to ask tips how uh, his shoulders doing and why he's not been recalled to the lion squad.
2: Right, that's not. <laughs> no, no.
0: Because you should be healed by now, shouldn't you? Should Should he?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm obviously uh, not taking the same stuff as Al. That's the problem. <laughs> I was you hoping
2: see. you'd. Um, <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't like. Oh, we need to ask him this. I was hoping you'd go a little bit more with the natural flow of. Oh, so I. <laughs> no, he's actually just going to read a script and go for it. Anyway, okay. answer the question. Tips: Why aren't you fixed? Yeah. And
1: Big Al is. Um, oh, he's made a different stuff compared to me, isn't he? so I'm, I'm basically too soft. But um, yeah, we, we have. Obviously different injuries, but he's still uh oh, he's mad, and he he is mad, let's be honest. Right,
2: let's get to the headlines of the Lions South Africa team announcement and the biggest shocks or certainties that that we had in it. What do you reckon, Dan tips?
0: Um we're going by your team. We got it all
2: wrong. So Right, so Darren but... we on the last episode we we had Darren Fatland and Razi Cole, i. e. me and Coley. Pick our team, Tips, and we really had a right. stinker. We got nowhere near, in fact. Uh,
0: well, the forwards, I think we got four.
2: There's no jinx. He's not even made it on the bench. What? We, he was in our side, mate. How has he not made it on the bench? Obviously, Dickie's gone well. He has gone really well. But it's still a bold yeah. call to go. Go on then, mate. Go and start for the Lions against South Africa. And then yeah. you've got... Big Ken, call on, learn Ken, coming coming off the bench to provide the impact.
0: Apparently, instead of having a subsuit, he has a, a blazer, and that's... <laughs> For
2: fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, there, there, there's, there's, a, there's a bet going in the rugby community of who, out of uh, Ken Owens and Dan Cole, are going to become members of their unions, uh, first council members, <laughs> so... At the moment, Ken is, he's Evens, and Coley, you're 2-1 to uh, to become an RFU council member. What what do you feel about that?
0: I I actually, I saw, I wasn't considering it, then I saw the other day in uh, a village nearby to me, the Leicestershire council rep has a sponsored car. So I thought, better than I've ever had out (laughs) of rugby, so
1: I'm going to be, yeah, I'm definitely taking that job. (laughs) Right, going back to Ken's point, he's on the Scarlet board though, are you on the Leicester board? What do you no, mean I he's on not. the board? So this is this is changing the odds. Ken, part of uh, when pay cuts and stuff came involved, part of the agreement was for Ken to sit on the board of the Scarlet so he he goes to board meetings <laughs> and everything. So everyone. at any
0: point of these negotiations, I'm in my head, he's gone in there and gone, oh, I'll defend, I'll get this money back, I'll get this money back. And they've gone, How can we make this work? Spot on the board? I'll take it. And that's literally like he's gone back in there like, Yeah, sorry, lads, they're not gonna budge, they're not gonna budge. What did you get? Spot on the board. Ha, <laughs> brilliant. Nailed
1: it. But what are you thinking is I'm one step in front of the call and you could go nice
0: thinking? That's true. Anyway, um we'll segue back to the yeah. team. Um looking at the team, ha- yeah like without getting into individuals, what do you think the broad overall plan? <laughs> Because I look at that team and I think they're going to try and play, build a score basically, and then potentially with the bench that comes on, they're going to try and keep the score going. If so, I mean, if you look at say Murray, Farrell, those kind of blokes coming off the on the field, what do you think? Tips? As actually, turns out Joe hasn't actually watched any of the rugby yet.
1: No. Well, if we go back to 2017 or even the one before, it was always before the test games used to play quite a lot of rugby, do we? Um, he used to like throwing the ball around But then as soon as it comes to the test games He used to like to put it tight Driving malls, scrums, all that side of it um, So I don't know whether you can do that against South Africa we, We'll see But um, usually that's the case He likes to tighten it up a bit more Especially as you say with the team he's picked It's, it's looking more like that way But I think when uh, we've got you never know who's going to pick do I don't think anyone ever yeah. knows do we? When he have been involved, all the years I've been involved with him, I'd say every every time he goes to name a squad, you're like on on edge, no matter who you are, um, just because he, he can uh, turn heads with a with a moment. Really, should we say? I
2: don't think he ever really knows who he's going to pick until <laughs> until someone goes, "You should pick him," and he'll go, "Yeah, good one." That um, no, I mean, like he he does keep a lot of things last minute, especially the way he talks in his press conferences and and um the media that's been put out by the lines how robust i don't like that word like how how is that ro- how is a robust team selection mean like i don't think that's robust surely it means like to be tough like steel steel robust yeah okay. yeah yeah where's this point robust- going yeah the point was, I just didn't like the word that he used for his team meeting. I'd have preferred, like, oh, it's quite a tricky meeting or a conf- or confrontational meeting. I wanted, like, Gregor Townsend fucking going over the table, beating shit out of Steve Tandy and going, hey, Paul, no, I want Chris Harris in the team. And you go, hey, f- hey boy, oh, fuck off. I'm going to fucking have... Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, who's that? I, I, uh, no, we're going to fucking have Robbie Char in the team, you know? <laughs> and then Gats and then Gats coming in and goes oh fellas let's just sit down and uh, eat some fresh and and just uh, chill out hey (laughs) and then Jen Jen goes in the corner just kicking balls into the wall alright boys how you doing how you doing and then you got Bobby he's in fucking just bouncing (laughs) you send the rope that's how I want the
0: selection meetings to go it might have happened it might well have happened (laughs)
2: We ca- we cannot move on until we discuss the original shadows, Dan. Can we?
0: No, we can't, Joe.
2: So tips. How's your how's your boy Talupe? Because uh, for me that was a big big shock as well, especially with his experience and history of the Lions.
1: Yeah, no, let you see. Um... I, have, I haven't spoken to him since selection, so I'll probably give him a bell either tonight or tomorrow. But, oh, good, uh, thanks, good thanks for waiting every until day. after the
0: podcast, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I'd better wait until uh, see how you boys tuck me up with what I say about him, so I may have to ring him and apologise. <laughs> no, but no, knowing him, he is, uh, you know what he's like, he's probably like, oh, I've been playing rubbish, or, you know, even though he's been playing well, he always, you know, says how oh, rubbish he is and what have you, but. Um, I'd imagine he, he'd be supported of, of Jack and just want to get involved in the next test and win him.
2: Right, let's talk about the backs. Dan, you're the expert on this. Centre pairing, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah Brilliant.
2: Yeah. Not, just not what we just that long pictured. pause <laughs> was enough. <laughs>
0: um, well, Henshaw and Daly. Right, uh, Henshaw's obviously going to be the tough runner and Daly, I think, will give you the, probably, the, hopefully, on. I think the Go lines on. try and create some space. I'm, I'm going to say... <laughs> yeah, the subtleties on a uh, <laughs> the floated pass that thing the backs do um, I've <laughs> been watched against South Say Grey such a- like I can't like. someone's going to pull me apart because I don't really know what I'm talking about when it comes to back play but I've looked <laughs> South Grey there was space out wide wasn't there like Lions made space in the wide channels and I think Daly about there to exploit that because he can make a bloke miss and then has pace to burn doesn't he so i say if he can get space in the outside channels on his outside break um you know the Lions could be in business and that could be an area they're targeting
2: i think that's actually a really good answer dan for someone that says he's not an expert
0: thanks um i'm not i don't really know what the backs do Apart from fuck up a lot, um, <laughs>
2: <but>. <laughs> the ve- oh hey, tips. What about the venom? He's just said that. Uh, oh, I know that's, that's been held in for a while. <laughs> a lot, yeah. It's constant. He literally just went. You oh, know, well, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the back's there. Apart from fuck up a lot. The vent It was like uh, uh, I don't know what they do, but fucking fuck up,
0: fucking fucking wankers,
2: wankers, and he's, he's got as red as you have, Zoidberg. We got a pair of fucking <laughs> <laughs> calm. Wusa, Uh Do you think we've got enough oomph on the bench? Is there enough? And is there enough firepower? Do you think?
0: Uh, we'll find out, won't we? We'll find out at the weekend.
2: Fuck's sake! That's not the idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we could ask. We could do the whole podcast where we just ask the question and you reply. Well. I don't know the answer, but we'll find out on the weekend. Okay, after everything. So, how do you think the Lions will get on, Dan? We'll find
0: out the weekend, will we?
2: Brilliant. You're a fucking helmet. The whole point I'm asking about the replacements is we've spent the majority of our. In fact, I haven't got a Lions test career. Uh, Dan, you have, but it's been coming off the bench. So we're all experts. I've I've got loads of uh, caps off the bench. For my country, tips you have because, uh, well, yeah, sorry, because of Warby and Coley, you haven't really got a lot of expertise on coming expertise coming off the bench. So this, no, this I, is... uh, I mean,
0: last time I came off the bench went really well in an international <laughs> game. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I, so, that's, that's why um, I said you don't have any expertise <laughs> of.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I have expertise I, I I have expertise of coming on and making an impact just not a positive one so um
2: let, let, let's give a little insight to any listeners if there are any apart from I'm gonna to say Tom Tom Fordyce is probably gonna listen back to this to see how much you've slagged him and how much of a shit show <laughs> we've done but let's give an insight into Do you, reckon <laughs> Do you reckon he's secretly
0: open it's going badly trick he's like <laughs>
2: You know, he's not it's like secretly when you get from a team. He's see- yeah. he's, he, yeah. he, It's not secretly. He clearly knows it is going badly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's it like being on the bench and waiting to come on? Um, it's
0: exciting, but it's also... The thing with the bench is, obviously, you don't know what situation... Before the game, you obviously don't know what go- situation you go into. Like, you might be ahead, you might be behind. So, the bench is... It's strange in the fact that you can often be a bit more relaxed in the build-up, in the warm-up and stuff. Like, you want to get the troops going. But I've always found it's a different mindset to when you start because you know you're going to be instantly. But you sort of, as soon as the game starts, you're literally watching your bloke, aren't you? And every time he goes down, you're like, oh, I'm on, no. And then you, it's kind of, that's <laughs> you. But you also got the situation of, like, are you ahead, are you behind? What's the situation? you got to read the game and know when you're coming on, you're trying to make a positive impact in regards to, you know, what you can do and where you can help out. And, yeah, it's quite a, well... I'm probably making it sound tougher than it is, but you know there is the bench is a in today's game because no you you know you're getting on as well. It's that you know it is a challenge. You have to stay involved, and you just sometimes as well you just want to get on the pitch and play.
1: It's a tough role to do, isn't it? It is a tough role. It's one of those sometimes. things. I was
0: going to say, blood out your ass. It's coming on the field. You have got about 20 minutes to go, and you know that you can't stop running because it's like. 20 minutes should be able to do that with the breeze and then like you literally Ugh. blown out your ass after three <laughs> minutes and you're like oh, i just want to walk over there but you can't and you literally got this back <laughs> get a second win soon get it soon get it soon normally it comes after about 20 minutes when the game's over but you're like brilliant i've just like slogged your guts out and you're just trying to not look unfit
2: i am so glad you've said that coley because that is precisely why when i'm on the bench i'm like i don't want to get off it um, You guys go ahead. I want you boys to win. And but I don't want to come off the bench because you have to do that. When you start, you don't have to run everywhere. You don't have to run to every scrum. You don't have to run to every line out. You don't have to get off your ass to get in the defensive line. You don't have to get off your ass to get in the attacking shape. You can just plod about the place from scrum to scrum, from set piece to set piece. Because you know that you're starting the game, do you know what I mean? And you can get away with, well, kind of, that's my mindset, really poor mindset. Um, probably why I haven't achieved as much as um, Zoidberg 1 and Zoidberg 2 have in their careers. But <laughs> I just don't, that second wind, wind gives me so much fear that I'm like, I don't want to get, I don't want to. They're always like, come on, boys, get your second wind in. And you're like, no, don't want it. I'll just stick with my first wind. I'm happy with this one wind, actually. In fact, I, I don't even want to win. I I just want to sit here.
0: <laughs> you just want to come on for like the final two minutes to get your like appearance. You know, get, get the stat yeah. in the book, and then yeah, cap or like, if it's a your, your sort of appearance, then it's like, yep, put that one in like the books. That, uh, who was you. it? Who
2: did that? There was. I'm sure there was a famous England player that did that. Was it Shawzy or so? He was definitely had a bad back, or he's definitely injured, or. And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll be alright. I need to I need to get I need to get on the pitch. I think it was, might have been about come on, Coley, you've got to help me with this. Might have been against South Africa or someone. And he managed he like got physio every day, twice a day, three days before going in it, and he was still in bits, but he was like, I'll be alright, I'll be alright, I'll be alright. Thirty just just 'cause he wanted to start, get the cap, get the match fee, thirty seconds in, kick off. Takes a hit, back spasm, straight off. <laughs> That's commitment to the course, boys. He put his body on the line. Yeah, yeah, and I believe that actually happened. Yeah,
0: and he, all weekends we you know, so units, he just didn't sure whether to he,
2: maybe maybe we we'll, like, will just he, go with a unnamed player,
0: unnamed yeah. player. Yeah, <laughs> and if it's the person I'm thinking of. He basically uh i had about back all week and did like i think it was maybe team run friday we did a line out spot where he checked out to the front and he was like yeah that's me sort of i've got it no problem it's like Do you want to run any other line outs no nah, i'm all right mate don't worry
2: about it like okay <laughs> <laughs> right so just to clarify it was not it was not simon shaw just to clarify it wasn't simon shaw it is an unnamed player that that was about six foot nine,
0: and uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he was between six foot eight and six foot ten, and really big. Yeah, it was. It was. I can't name him. I can't remember his name. Um. Anyway, talk about benches. Yeah. Have we seen South African bench?
2: Obviously, yes, Joe. You've done your research. Great segue. Great segue, Dan. But we need some adverts, and because you did so well last week you're gonna to have to cue the ads this week so ready i'll get i'll, I'll... Brrr, poof, go here are the ads is that it
0: it was, was- <laughs> we're not actually an adverts, justin come back mate like <laughs> <laughs>
2: has he actually left? Oh, yeah. he's fucking left he's
0: gone he's put the kettle on he's got three minutes he's like yeah yeah <laughs>
2: No, no, live <laughs> ads. <laughs> <laughs> He's not He's done. Left. He left. <laughs> Sports stars, they're like superheroes.
0: But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them.
2: You see. It's that time in the show when we thank our lovely Patreons, our official sponsors. First up, it's Daniel on the beers, Baker. Melch, alo alo, way. Dave, South, not North, Worth. Philip, Hans, Zimmer. And Josh, not Jeff, Buckley. To be more like Daniel, Melz, Dave, Philip and Josh go to patreon.com search for joe marler show and grow the show right dan you've got to do out of the ads as well go
0: those are the ads hopefully you're still with us hopefully justin's still with us and um after our expert analysis about the lions team there is another team playing this weekend and that is the world champion Springboks. so let's talk about them i'll start they're really good. <laughs> Joe, what are your thoughts?
2: <laughs> this is got great scrum Next line. <laughs> right, okay. Let's go. They've got, uh, they're big. Um, they're horrible. And I'm a bit confused as to why Razi Erasmus has gone for the starting front row that he's gone for with the greatest of respect usually when someone with the greatest of respect says that they're going to be disrespectful which kind of is what I'm going to do but I'm starting the South Africa bench front row every day of the week over there starting so what's going on there Coley I need an insight tips I need a some sort of insight into why he's doing that
0: I don't know that's what that was my initial thoughts obviously being scrum knows like you look at the front row Kits off Malherb, especially, being on the bench, you'd expect them to start. Now, only, I think Malherb, has he been in COVID protocol? So I might be, the thinking is, he's going to play the final 30 or something like that. Because he's a really good scrimmage. You build on your strength and you play kits off with him, who can bring carry and knows how to come off the bench as well. Um, so you can bring those two on. They've got Lou Diego as well, who's massive, who hasn't played, but will kind of, you know, I'm guessing they're going to play him back into condition. And yeah, I think it would not surprise me again if they, the box almost loaded their bench to try and ramp up the physicality in that final
1: part of the game. Didn't they do the same in the World Cup though? Didn't they call their bench, had a nickname or something? Am I right in saying that?
2: It was the Bomb Squad. It was the Bomb Squad. They, they
1: went for it. That's what it was, is it? The yeah, Bomb but Squad. They had,
2: they, but they had a starting team that was also as good as their their bench team as well. So I kind of understood that, but
1: right, okay. I'd say
2: they're, they're, the starters they're putting out this week are considerably weaker than there. So I get what they're trying to do still, but I don't know. I don't, it's a weird one. I'm, I'm just so glad I'm not a coach. I'm so glad. Yeah.
0: That's the only thing I was thinking, because the set piece has been spoken about so much in regards to, oh, scrum, 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 scrum. It'd be interesting. Like You look at the referees and stuff. A lot of the games they've kind of Almost avoided the scrum in some regards, like you know, you sort of play away, knock on advantages, and maybe they don't want to referee it. So, in actual fact, South Africa are going to start their perceived weaker scrummaging set piece because there might not be actually that many scrums in the first half of the game, especially if the Lions want to play. And then they can
2: slow that when the game slows down, they bring on the heavyweights and grind it out. Are they going to be do you think they've got enough game time under their belts from a set to South Africa get a games?
1: Yeah, I think if the lions start well, maybe it might be a bit of doubt in the head, or maybe we are a bit undercooked. Um, especially from that A game, they seem to slow down quite a bit. Um, but yeah, if, if especially the it's all going to come down the set piece, isn't it? let's be be honest about it. If, if they if they don't get their driving more going and the lions stop that like they did in the A game, I think um, they'll, they'll find it hard to in the game.
2: I watched. I started watching um, "Chasing the Sun" this week. You know, the spring box behind the scenes, how they won the glory oh, of, yes. uh, oh God, I <laughs> can't say the words, how they won the glory, how they won the glory of the fight, how they won the World Cup final, ah, uh, God. Oh, God, how they achieved what they achieved. Um, and it was actually quite interesting to hear Razi speak with all his staff about, before the Japan game and how Japan had liked moving the ball about, going wide, play a bit more free-flowing rugby and all that lot. And they immediately spoke about going back to type and he was like, fuck that, we're going to take every set piece, we're going to take our time, we're going to slow it down as much as we can, we're going to throw everything into into the breakdowns and just go back to type. Um, And I think that's exactly what they're going to try and do this weekend that they'll just they have they have to go back to type is they're not it's not disrespecting them but they haven't got a huge plan b have they where they're going to throw the ball around so they'll just well, ramp up their type a. was
0: fairly good wasn't it yeah their the plan a worked pretty well um in the world cup and previously so you know they're fairly good at what they do and again you've got to try and stop it and they so say they've got ability to you know, they're not just with their wingers and stuff. They've got pace. They have ability to, when the game breaks open, those blokes can, as you know, run around your loose-ed prop and score. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. There were. I other think there be. Yeah. There were other people around me. I'm not naming any names, but there were also. In fact, you were outside me. I
0: was. I was. I was inside you. I was. Yeah. You were inside. Yeah, I thought Marlon's going to force him back on the inside. You, you I was deep inside you, yeah. You, I was like, you're going to force him inside back inside, force him back in. Oh, no, he's just he's just turning on the outside. Brilliant, one, how I love
2: yeah. to be, how I want to be inside of me.
0: So, yeah, that was that. But I remember I remember listening to, oh, well, Alad Walters, who's at the club now, at Leicester now. He obviously was their conditioner during the World Cup. And he said to us, like, they worked out their game plan, for the World Cup like before the rugby championship they thought was going to win which would be scrum ball you know kick chase all that kind of stuff so it's that's what they've been doing for two or three years same players same staff like it's what they know it's what they're good at so you can't expect them to be even on short prep they'll go back you know they'll probably do what they know there might be a couple of wrinkles in there like they might try and move the ball wide early doors just to make you think oh god they're going to move the ball wide Then
1: they'll just punch you in the face a few times so yeah I expect them to (laughs) bring the physicality up like when when we look at South Africa um, and even when you play now when it when you get close to people's try lines you you get excited don't you as in you think you're gonna you know it's pretty easy to score when you have a bit of territory but you see, even in the the A game you've seen a bit South Africa is some of the best goal line D um, out there and and when we lost our semi-final we we were on their line oh Oh, I don't know, for, for minutes and minutes after each other and we, we weren't getting over that line. And I think um, when I when I looked back at the game, that was probably a, a big part of the game and then they went up the other end and, and kicked the three points that, that won the game really after after that bit of goal line D. Um, and uh, they're known for that, which is pretty hard to do, if you know what I mean. Right, I'm going to now
2: actually segue to... We haven't got a huge amount of experience, like I mentioned earlier, of starting the first test. But let's try and give an insight again. No, I fucking st- hate using that word. Stop it. Let's try and give a bit of a flavour as to what the first test week is like, because we've all helped him prepare. So let's let's just talk about that. Does everyone everyone get serious, or does it still remain a little bit casual?
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It does change. The atmosphere changes. Everyone starts to tense up a bit. Training was a bit bonkers. Al's normally starting fights. From um, 2017,
2: I remember it was actually Coley starting on Johnny Sexton.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he
0: started on me. That was a, that was the third test. It was the third test oh, that he, he started test. on me in Queenstown, yeah. <laughs>
2: we'll have to save that yeah. for the third test edition but
1: you definitely upset yeah. a lot of people on
2: that fucking third test week. <laughs> um, was
1: was the week though we did the scrums. Yeah.
2: No, I, no, what the the famous scrum <laughs> thing we've spoken about or the one where wig we, we were we were pr- we were probably still half cut from uh um Fergburger the amount of time we spent in Fergburger and those bars. Oh my god. Anyway, but we were training, weren't we? We were doing scrums one next day, and us as the shags weren't really going. They put the starters in the bench, going together in live scrums, and then I think we could turn around and see us like kicking a ball about or something, not really engaged. <laughs> and he's gone, right? You fuckers, you get in, you do a scrum, and we were like, oh god, here we go. Oh god, really dehydrated here. Um. And we wander over and we go up against the starters and we absolutely pulled their pants down. And <laughs> never getting up from it. And Coley, bright red as ever, just turning to me, like, with the smuggest little smile. Like, oh,
0: oh yeah, we're still here. We are still okay, here. Then, then we got swapped out. That was our one scrum We got swapped out for fucking it up. And that was it. Like, yeah. Uh, Cheers. Yeah,
2: Wig was like, right, Back you get out. to the sidelines. <laughs>
0: yeah. Get
2: out, go play. Go do your keepy-ups on the side, your pair of prats. Fuck's yeah. sake. So that's how we prepared the the test team.
1: That's that's the one thing um, in my little time that I was there for. That it's, it was good blokes, and that was the main thing uh, from the vibe I was there for the first two weeks. It was literally, it was a great bunch of boys, and everyone wanted to get to know each other and help each other. But I, I think it's still tough. Well, we know it's like when... We, we weren't involved back in 2017. We could go for a bit of food together, or we knew we had a midweek game to concentrate on. Where now the boys have got two weeks. If you're not involved, you're stuck in a hotel and just training, basically, knowing that I know you you're not really going to have much of a chance. This is an injury or a bit of bad form to to play. So I think that's going to be tough for the boys not being involved. That they can't just go and have their own little five minutes a little chat with with the boys have a quiet beer or a bit of food um that's a good
2: it is a very good point about um what you've said about activities and how they keep focusing these these next two weeks do you think we could maybe you know give them an opportunity to release and vent by just offering for them to come on this wonderful professional podcast Um,
0: I was I was just thinking when you when you yeah when you're offering to release them, I thought, where's this
2: going? Um Hey, if if we get if we get some like proper lions on this lion's special show, well that would actually make the, the show justifiable to be called a lion special rather than getting the shower shit that is fucking us lot <laughs> <laughs> Right, this has been one big uh, shit show. I have no idea if we're going to be back again. In fact, I'm almost certain we're getting cancelled. So let's just give a quick prediction what what is going to happen on Saturday. And if Coley, if you turn around and say, oh, well, we'll find out at the weekend, that's my answer. I will fucking wring your neck virtually. So I'm gonna go with tips first. Tips. What's happening Saturday?
1: The Lions are gonna go when they're up. Uh, I just think the South Africa are gonna be a little bit undercooked, and I think if the uh, Lions get a good start, early start, first points on the board, then I don't think is any stopping them. If any sense. other
2: cliches, you want to just slip in? Is it? Is it going to be a game of two halves?
1: Yeah, um, I think. Quagga Smith is going to be good for South Africa. I think people are probably going to underestimate him, um, especially playing number eight. Not many people have probably seen much of him because he's been over in Japan playing. Um, I think he he's going to be tough to stop, especially over the ball uh, because the Lions have been a little bit lighter, the, the breakdown on first and second phases, and he, he'll be around the ball there. And um, yeah, and if they can get go forward uh, through um, nine and ten... Um, then Lions are coming Why have off. you
2: waited until the end of the episode <laughs> to give a fucking real expert analysis on the gap? You twat. I asked you these questions at the start. We could have fucking saved an extra hour and a half of recording.
1: Well, you want to know about the game? I thought we were just out a catch-up.
2: God. Anyway, that was it. He's done us here, Joe. He's
0: absolutely done us. Like... <laughs>
2: He's, that's really, You've had to really listen good. to my opinion on
0: the back line, and we've got this expert just sat there, like, yeah, twats, yeah. Wait, 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 wait for of, it, wait uh, for August it. Smith
1: wait, as well. oh, no yeah. one's out. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. You'll have a red card straight Oh, down. God.
2: Here we go. Right, Coley, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen Saturday don't do it you want to do it I know you want to do it I'll let you just do it then I'll let you get it out of your system right Coley what do you think is going to happen Saturday
0: um, I, I in my head I'm playing out I say Lions win South Africa win you look at both sides everything so I don't really want to make a prediction but you know the result we're going to find out at the weekend aren't we so it's going to be great
2: think you're funny don't
0: you what are your thoughts Joe (laughs) (laughs) oh god
2: (laughs) oh fucking hell I think it's going to be a a 24 all draw oh wow all
0: right so you've gone draw tips gone lions I'll go South Africa
2: you can't backtrack now you just said oh we're waiting till the weekend
0: well that's what (laughs) we are because I've got to South Africa tips got lions you've got a draw we'll find out the weekend won't
2: we what a lovely way to draw the show to the close to a close to the to the close fuck (laughs) fucked it we nearly did it we nearly did a fucking professional out what a lovely way to end the show dan as professional as that tips it has been an absolute joy um, to have your face on this zoom call again um, even if it is somewhat worrying me that you <laughs> might have done some everlasting damage to your skin through a lack of <laughs> lack of sun cream application
1: so thank you so much for joining us again no thank you for Coley, having you.
2: we we managed to do it i don't know how we managed to do it but we managed to get to the end of it i don't think we've managed to produce anything yet hopefully the producer will sort this share of shit out
0: we've got Tips's minute of expertise at the end there and uh yeah let's yeah. just put that <laughs> so yeah perfect we'll do intro ads tipsy's bit of uh you know technical insight finish nailed it
2: if you're new to this podcast go and check out our best bits Unfortunately, Coley or Tips isn't in them, but there is plenty of me and Tom Fordyce chatting to some everyday people with some very interesting stories. So go and check it out. See you all Monday. ta Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Podcast Network.